Thank you, Jesus. Let's just go to our scripture tonight, John 8, 32. Father, thank you for every person in this room. Thank you for ministering to every person in this room. And as Pastor Becky said, thank you for the glory manifesting in this room. I see an ankle that needs healing. And you are healed in Jesus' name right now. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Also, uh, there's, there's someone and you, um, you really have, you need to come out of something that's troubling you. And you, the Lord wants you to know that tonight's your night. You're delivered out of trouble in Jesus' name. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If it's okay, I will just preach and prophesy at the same time. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Let's go to our scripture, John 8, 31. Whoo, I'm excited. Yeah. Praise the Lord. It says, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed, if you abide in my word. That's who we are. We're word people. They say, oh, you're those word people. You're those name it, claim it, blab it, grab it people. And I'm, I'm blessed in God to say you're exactly right. That's who I am. Thank you for that, Lord, because I named it, I claimed it, I blabbed it, I grabbed it, and I got it. Got healing, got prosperity, got anointing, got blessed. Amen. And so confession is a wonderful thing. Amen. Now, to, to, be, to abide in the truth, this is real easy. Well, let's just do 101 for a couple of minutes. Abiding in the truth is abiding in the Word. Amen. That is the truth. And, uh, you know, right now there's been an all-out attack against the truth. And, uh, you know, it seems like darkness has just tried to come around every corner and just distort and change everything that we stand for. And we've seen that all through 2020. This has definitely been what the prophet said. It's a year of change. But even in this year of change, even though um, things, you know, we've gone through, as Jim was preaching this morning at the church, we've gone through some narrow places, we've still won. We're still the winners, amen, because we are dwelling and abiding in the truth. We don't have to listen to the fake news. We can abide in the truth, amen. So on the surface level, it doesn't matter what it's looking like. It may look like darkness is winning, but we've read the back of the book. We win. We already know what's going to happen. It's already all sewed up. You know, truth is, is that it's that dwelling place. It's that vehicle that you can get in. You can get in this thing, and you can go as far as you want to go in truth. You can abide in this truth, and all it's going to do is make your life better. All it's going to do is be a good thing. And, and you can be released from bondage. And then when you're in this truth and you're abiding in it, if it makes you free and you're abiding in it, you'll stay free. Yeah. Amen. And that's what we're after. That's why we're such word hounds. And, you know, on any given day, the, the staff around our place, they uh, have their earbuds in and I can hear them laughing about what a preacher's saying. And then over here, this one's doing this one. We're just going to eat that word all the time. That's one of the greatest secrets to life is to abide in the word. And, you know, I think these verses right here must have been what launched the song, We're No Longer Slaves. Don't you? 
we're, we're children of God. We're no longer slaves. And the reason we're no longer slaves is exactly because of what this word says. We're in truth. We're free people because of this word. Amen? So, um, praise God, that's who we are. So, when you're abiding in something, you're permanent in it. And when you're permanent in something, you're rooted. And when you're rooted, you can grow. Amen? That's, that's how it works. You keep abiding and you'll keep growing. You'll become firmly established. And so uh, we want to stay rooted to stay, uh, get somewhere, you know. <laughs> and keep getting somewhere. I, I know the, the pastors, which I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much. I launched out without saying thank you for having me, but thank you so much. Um, uh, you know, we've seen people come and go from our churches, and it's so, so interesting that people will come to a word church, and their life will be like a country music song played backwards. They get their truck back, their dog back, their mama back, their car back. Their life gets good. They own their own business. And then they'll go, well, I'm, I'm leaving. And you're like, did you get what just happened to you over the last few years? Abiding in the word, hearing the word, it changes your life. Amen. So when we received Jesus, you know, we became, we became free. We became citizens of heaven. We're ambassadors also. And so we can walk through this life in victory. Um, we also know that even though we won the victory, now walk, walk with me, walk with me, because I have to say this all before you go, <gasps> okay? I have to get it all out there. Um, we've won the victory of heaven for our future. Locked in, right? Everything, that's good, okay. There's also what we would call on a certain level a, a fight but it's the fight of faith it's the fight of faith and and you are literally not fighting for victory but from victory okay you're fighting from victory it's something that already belongs to you Right now, in the face of everything that's going on and the kind of year that we've seen, we are still in the victory. We're still winning. We are still moving forward. And the church of the living God is more alive than ever before. And the great awakening is here. And I'm, listen, there may be things you did. Listen, get connected because you're going to find out great things that are going on. Did you know that the president, that people found out that the president was going out to a charismatic church this past year or so people found out he was going there so they tuned in online 11,000 people got saved Amen. just because they were curious about where he was going to church see you probably didn't know all those kind of things he's a soul winner too glory to God <laughs> thank you Jesus there's all sorts of things that have have gone on that you don't hear if you're just listening to the yeah, yeah. praise you know you can't just this is the news this is the news. This is the truth. That's not the truth. This is the truth. And there's a thousand conspiracy stories. Some have some validity. But I'm telling you the one that is totally true is this one. This one is the truth. Amen. Winning is assured when you enter the battle. 
It's assured. The battle itself, church, is not the ultimate challenge. The ultimate challenge is getting the people of God to join the fray. You have to go ahead and get in there and take the word of God and cast down those imaginations that try to exalt themselves about what God has already and who God has already told you you are. That's a scripture and you know it. Casting down imaginations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. But it's a job. It's a part of the work. It's the faith part of what you're doing. You're going to say something. Just, just like Amanda was telling us we're singing that song. She says, you're declaring this. We're declaring these things. I declare victory no matter what's going on in your life. Church, you know, the dogs of doom are just sitting in the doorway of your destiny. And, and they're just trying to keep you out by using your most fearful stumbling block. What is it that you're afraid of? But just on the other side of that fear is everything you've been looking for. It's just on the other side. It's, 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 just, a, a, it's just a fake news in front of you. It's just a shadow. Boy, here it comes. Victory knows what's about to come right here. We walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And as Brother Copeland says, the shadow of a dog never bit anybody. Praise the Lord. My, my, I, I have John Holler quotes and Copeland quotes all day long and, and Hagen quotes. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There's nothing for us to fear. Nothing for us to fear. You know, they're, they're just going to try to keep you out. And that fear, church, is not coming from the inside of you. If you're born again, you have a fountain of faith. Fear is coming from the outside. Fear actually comes. It'll, it'll come to you, and, and it has an it, it um, influence on you. It'll, you. There's a certain influence that you can You know how you feel when you feel fearful? You're kind of going, yeah, or you feel rejected, and there's that, you know. You don't feel, you know, we've all felt it. That's an influence. That's not what is on the inside of you. Amen. What's on the inside of you is God Almighty. The kingdom of God's on the inside of you. You're filled with victory. You're filled with faith. And all you've got to do is feed that faith with this abiding truth, and you will walk in victory all the days of your life, no matter what America does, no matter what the world does, no matter what the people do around you, you are going to walk in success in 2021. As the prophet says, it's 2020 W-O-N. We win. We won. Amen. It's a dangerous thing to judge your destiny by, by what you see in the atmosphere. It's a dangerous thing. You, you could find yourself agreeing with fake news and repeating it. Everybody look straight ahead because we've all done it, right? And I like to, I like to think about what Pastor Kuhneman taught us. He, he said, you know, you're, you're going to need to learn to live in the right heaven. There's three heavens. Am I right? Is it? There's three heavens. This, this atmosphere where you're just hearing all the junk. And then there's the second heaven, and that's where the warfare is going on in the spirit realm. Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, that's all going on in there. In that bottom level, it's just... In the next level, it's if we don't do something, if we don't do something, this could happen, that could happen. This, and it's all just a big old war. But if you'll move on up to the third heaven... 
The air is clear in the third heaven. All it is is thus saith the Lord in the third heaven. That's where the truth abides. And this word will validate every bit of that. I'm just really excited. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I hope you are getting happy. I'm getting happy, Jennifer. Praise the Lord. So, uh, you know, we, it's a dangerous thing to hang around and all that stuff. We don't need to be doing it. Uh, abiding in the truth. In the Word and in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead you in all truth. He'll lead you in all truth. In the book of Ephesians, the Apostle Paul took the time to pray this prayer for us. You remember what it was? I pray that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you would know the hope of your calling. Riches in the saints. So your heart will be enlightened. I mean, this is like 101. That, that we learned in Word of Faith. And it won, this is, but he prayed that for us. And, and, and the, the truth is, is we need this because we've all grown up with such different filters. We all have different filters. Different things happen to us. Some people abused one way, some another, something this, something that. Every person within the sound of my voice has been rejected by somebody. See, things have happened to everyone. Amen. And, and then you have this too, you know. Everyone has been taught things out of the Word of God and some of the things they were taught were not right. Man, they loaded us up when I was a kid. <clears throat> God did this to you and he'll teach you a lesson with this. Uh, yeah, break a couple of knees so you can learn something. You know, whatever it is, you know, trouble's not the teacher of the church. We know that now. But I remember I was raised in that kind of stuff, you know. You better watch out. You know, that, that, that's not the good God that I see in the truth that I'm abiding in. Amen. And, and, and you know, and then, you know, we have a lot of help with misunderstanding that. And then there's another thing. There are people who can speak the truth, but the way they present it doesn't help anybody. That's a new one to think about, isn't it? But it's just the truth. Because it depends on the heart that's delivering it, doesn't it? Amen. I want you to listen to this story. I'll just read it for time's sake. A blind boy sat on the steps of a building with a hat by his feet. He held up a sign which said, I am blind, please help. There's only a few coins in the hat. A man was walking by. He took a few coins from his pocket and he dropped them into the hat he then took the sign, turned it around, and wrote some words. He put the sign back so that everyone who walked by would see the new words. Soon the, the hat began to fill up. A lot more people were giving money to the blind boy. That afternoon, the man who had changed the sign came back to see how things were. The boy recognized his footsteps and asked, Were you the one who changed my sign this morning? What did you write? The man said, I only wrote the truth. I said what you said but in a different way. I wrote, today is a beautiful day, but I cannot see it. Both signs told people that the boy was blind. But the first sign simply said the boy was blind. The second sign told people that they were so blessed that they were not blind. Should we be surprised that the second sign was more effective? 
we're looking for effective delivery of truth. Now, the moral of this story happens to be be thankful for what you have. Be creative. Be innovative. That's what the story is telling about. Think differently. Think positively. Uh, When life gives you a hundred reasons to cry, find a thousand reasons to smile. We were talking about when Pastor went to heaven that that uh, Miss Ann was saying something so wonderful. She said, she said, you know what? I'm grateful for 50 years. I'm grateful for 50 years with John Holler. I got to say I'm grateful for 25. Praise the Lord to be in the Holler family. Yes, I am one of them. Yes, I am. And in case none of y'all know this, everybody thinks they were John Holler's favorite. Okay, just in case you need to know. Praise the Lord. So, but, but see, you see what's going on in here? Um, when I listen to the Holy Spirit, I can enjoy how he can lead me in the truths. So you have the word, but then you have the Holy Spirit delivering the word or ministering the word and revelating to you. You'll get the right truth out of it. Instead of somebody saying, well, Grandma and them taught us back in 1904 that this right here meant women preachers are going to go to hell. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I was raised, I started out with the Copelands. So I I didn't have any problem about women preachers. That came later. Uh, But Gloria was up there, so I thought I could do it too. I found out later that not everybody liked that. But praise the Lord, like you said, Becky, we've been blazing the trail for a lot of years. Thank you, Jesus. So, but, but you know, we, we, have to, we have to handle our present with confidence. And the confidence that we have will be because we're abiding in the truth and the Holy Spirit can reveal the truth to us and cause us to deliver the truth with the right approach, with the right love, with the right anointing, no condemnation on people, happiness, goodness, gladness, a living truth, a living truth. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Gratefulness is huge, by the way. Gratefulness is huge. It's a truth that is huge in our lives, learning to be grateful. So that needs to be our filter. Thank you, Lord, for it. We haven't mentioned yet that there's a wonderful scripture over in John 15, verse 7, that says, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you'll ask what you will, and it'll be done unto you. That means that when you're abiding in him and his word is in you, the magnet to everything you want is in there, And it literally means that you will produce the joy of answered prayer. You will have your prayers answered if you're carrying and feeding yourself and abiding in the truth. Church, abiding is so big. It's just so big. It's just so important. The truth will never return void. The word will never return void. Think about this. Hey, what if, what if life... 
Just wouldn't it be wonderful if life was just so simple that there was only one thing that truly mattered? That'd be good? Wouldn't it be great if one factor determined your success? Just one, just one. If one factor determined your success, all of the confusion that, that clutters your life would just suddenly disappear. Wouldn't that be good? Instead of constantly juggling priorities, you'd always know what to put first. Well, here's the news flash. There is, in fact, one real key to victory in life. That's right, one. A living connection with God. That's it. A fellowship with God. A fellowship with the Word Himself. A fellowship with Father. A fellowship with Holy Spirit. A fellowship with God. A constant union with God. You're like, well, I, I can't pray 24 hours. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you becoming a friend of God. And enjoying his word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Dwelling is abiding and living and staying and remaining and being permanent and being rooted. So how do we abide? What, what is that living context? How do we abide in that? It's, it's this simple. It's keeping the lines of communication between the two of you open. God is communicating with you. This is, see, see we let things get glazed over. Because I can say to you, this is the word of God. And everybody goes, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. This is the word that God has to speak to you. This is his word, his covenant, what he's saying. And we've had a lot of help misunderstanding it for sure. But you don't have to because you have the Holy Spirit and you have the best teachers. There's a 24-hour station. I don't know if you've heard of it before. It's called the Victory Channel. And you can get whatever you need on that 24 hours a day. And you don't even have to spit out any bones. That's right. There's your commercial, Brother Copeland. Anyway, it's the truth. Look what, look what, look what has happened in the world. I got to say something else about Brother Copeland, and then I'll just go on here. <laughs> Remember that he said that God told him that that place out there was the revival capital of the world? Yeah, yeah. And remember back then when we all used to sit in that meeting, yeah. and I'd be sitting there thinking, how's that going to happen? We'd never heard of the Internet yet. Right. We'd never know, thought about a Christian... Uh, Ministry having a whole television station. And he would hear, he heard it coming over his, his uh, in his, what do you call him when he's flying the plane? The radio, thank you. The radio, the, the revival capital of the world. And I remember sitting there, Becky, thinking, how's it going to happen? How could, well, here it is. Fifty states listening to most of the shows, 40 countries. How, how many, a hundred and some odd countries? That, 180. Uh, yeah, they're, they're all, they'll come on there. So, look, we're in good company. We're in good, because we all right here are from that company. And, and I'm telling you, this is good company. 
This is good company because you can abide in this and be safe. You can get the abiding word in this. You're in good company in this church. If you're new here tonight, come back here. You are in a place where you will hear the truth. Except Victory, y'all need to come to our church. But the rest of y'all... The rest of it, this is a good place for you. This is a place to be rooted. This is a place, don't, don't come for a year and run off. Stay here and grow and come up and abide in this word and live in this word. And I'm telling you, it'll change your life forever. It'll change your life forever. Be in living contact. Just in your daily activities in such a way just be always available for heaven. What, I, I was sitting there right down, and, and the band is playing, and the girls are singing, and I'm like, this is so awesome. And I, all of a sudden, it just came up out of me. What are you going to do for these people tonight, Lord? It was like I'd, I'd, all I had to do was stand up and start waving my arms, and something would happen. You know what I mean? He's so willing to do it for us. Olivia, he's just so willing. He's so willing. There's a Saturday coming that's going to change your life. There's a Saturday coming, and it's not very far away. A Saturday from a Saturday to a Saturday. Something very special on a Saturday. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's just continually speaking to our hearts all the time, the Holy Spirit is. Galatians 3, 3 says, Having begun in the Spirit, I stay in the Spirit and I'm made perfect. Glory to God. Why is it so important to abide? You know, there's, there's helpful gauges that, that you could actually use uh, to, to find why you may have unanswered prayer. There's gauges for that, like any unforgiveness, flesh under control. Look straight ahead, right? Are you flowing in joy? These are gauges, right? And they're helpful in tracking down the causes for failure. But ultimately, church, our success stems solely from our vital, continual contact with God. You need him. And he needs you. And he will walk with you and be with you. And that's the one factor that governs everything. If you're in contact with the Lord... Those qualities will flow through you naturally. His nature, his wisdom, the fruits of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. The church has really made it hard about the gifts, and they're right there in you. And they're not for the fivefold, they're for the church. Like, well, the pastor won't let me get up there and pray for people. Go to H-E-B. You don't need the church. You could go pray for people wherever you know you don't have well they won't let me preach there's thousands of people out there go preach that's what the pastor's for is to equip you just get rid of those words they won't let me they're equipping you to actually do that if you maintain living contact with god You're going to walk in love. You're going to walk in joy. You're going to walk in forgiveness. You'll keep the flesh in subjection to the spirit. I'm telling you, we've had a few hard times. And I found myself laying in my bed saying, okay, Lord, I need you. And here he would come and wrap himself around me. And I'd feel just like a little baby. 
And I'd be like, thank you, Jesus. He's always available. He'll always bring you that peace. He'll always do it if you'll just reach out to him. He'll always be there for you. Amen? Amen. Maintain a living contact with him. If you abide in my word, and you, are my, you will be my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. You receive that tonight? Praise the Lord. Let's pray in the Spirit for a minute. We'll see if the Lord has any words or healings to manifest tonight. Thank you, Jesus, for it. Glory to God. Lord, we praise you. We lift you up. We thank you for it. 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 We thank you for it.